Welcome to episode 8 of the Haiku Chronicle, a podcast all about haiku. I'm Patricia, your host, and I hope over time to share some of my daily haiku, submissions from you, my lovely listener, and tips for writing that I glean along my journey. This is the first podcast after the Christmas break, and if you remember, I was looking forward to welcoming my family home again for the holidays, and maybe getting them to write with me. Well, home they came, complete with flu, which I managed to catch and still have, so apologies for the voice if it sounds a bit crinkly and crackly. We spent a couple of lovely weeks together as a family, despite being ill, but my plan to galvanise them into writing didn't come off. Maybe they'll be home for Easter, without bugs this time, and we can try again. I said to you last time that I had some great submissions, and this week we're going to kick off with Devon Harrison. He submitted some really terrific work and will be featured throughout the year. He also sent me some thoughts on haiku that I think are worth exploring further, so I hope he and I will get a chance to talk and I can share the results of those conversations with you. But for this week, you'll find out a little bit more about him. I want to change the format slightly this week. Tell me what you think. You can read all this week's daily haiku a mixed bag, but mostly about one of my least favourite things, snow. And also Devon's guest haiku on the Poetry P website. So what I thought I'd do is share the evolution, or otherwise, of some of the haiku with you. And of course, Devon's haiku, and information about him, and recommendations from us both for further reading. So let's crack on. I've chosen two of Week 8's haikus to have a look at. The first incarnation of Tuesday's haiku. Icicles dangle from the window ledge, smoke from the chimney. I'm not really going to explain it, other than to say I was trying for a theme that's been used by many of the old Japanese masters, that of a comparison between north-south, east-west, up-down. For example, Blowing from the west, fallen leaves gather in the east, by Yoshabuso. As to the meaning of my haiku, well, I think it's better when you read or listen to it a couple of times and feel for yourself what it means to you. What I wanted to look at, like I said, was its evolution. If you look at the website, you'll see it currently reads Icicles dangle from the window ledge. Chimney smoke rises. But I've had more thoughts, and in the latest incarnation, it reads Icicles dangle from the window ledge. Smoke rises. You can hear or see the up and down comparison. But how did I finally decide on this edit? I was inspired by Jane Reichold in her book, Writing and Enjoying Haiku, A Hands-On Guide, in which she suggests to use as few words as possible to set the signpost, which leads the reader to follow the inspiration of the author. So my process at the moment is to write the first draft and then pare down the words Enough, I hope, to have a coherent haiku, but few enough to leave that white space for you to interpret your meaning of the work. What do you think of this as a process? And it would be really interesting to know, how do you edit your haiku? The second haiku I wanted to mention was, A couple walk through the snow, empty footprints. Now, quite rightly, someone read this and wondered why I chose walk rather than walks. A couple suggests singular after all, and that would suggest that I should be using walks. 
But as far as I know, there are no fast rules for collective nouns. And for for the purpose of this haiku, I wanted to leave it as walk. Perhaps it jars, but there is a reason behind it. I'd be interested to know, can you figure out what my reasoning process was? If you'd like to see or hear the rest of them, you'll find them on the poetryp.com website. And as for my recommendations, well, I've recommended it before, but Haiku in English, The First Hundred Years, with Jim Cachian as the main editor, and Philip Rowland and Alan Burns. This time, I'd like to recommend in particular the introduction by Billy Collins. If you remember from the last podcast, I was having problems with the syllable count. I wasn't sure whether to stick with the 17 or not. But this introduction helped me with a number of things, and in particular that issue. Billy said, whether they are the counting or the non-counting type, poets are likely to agree that at the heart of the haiku lies something beyond counting. That is, its revelatory effect on the reader. That eye-opening moment of insight that occurs whenever a haiku succeeds in drawing us through the keyhole of its details into the infinite. And the other book, which is going to get another mention later, is Writing and Enjoying Haiku, A Hands-On Guide by Jane Reichold. And now for the guest haiku. Memories, boxed and moved into storage. Dream clutter. As I said, our guest hygiene today is Devon Harrison, a Canadian originally from Montreal in Quebec, who now lives on Vancouver Island. Devon studied East Asian studies at the University of Toronto, with an emphasis on Japanese studies. And of course, he came into touch with haiku at that time, but he says it was only much later before he started to write them. He has spent much of his life as a school teacher, working in the USA, in Texas and California, later in Mexico, Thailand and Colombia, and he's retired now. Devon has been published in numerous journals as a regular poet, he says, but in the last five years he got into haiku and hasn't turned back. Indeed, you can find his book, which was published last year in 2017, Meeting Myself at the Gate, on Amazon. There's a link to his book on the show notes. It would be great if we can all support each other in our endeavours to write haiku. Devon writes haiku because he feels there's an immediacy about it. It focuses on what is essential. We tend to write ourselves to death, he says. But so much can be expressed in a few words. It is a meditation of sorts. It's focused in the now. How right he is. Much like myself, he loves the outdoors, and whilst I hike here in Switzerland, I think of him hiking along the west coast. Maybe one day we can join each other. As I said, we'll be hearing more from Devon throughout the year. He really has some beautiful haiku to share with us, and many thoughts on how to haiku, how to write, how we should think about it. And I'd really like to explore all those thoughts with him and report back to you. As you would expect... He has some recommendations for reading for us too. I'll put those in the show notes. But here they are. The Essential Haiku Versions of Bashu, Busum and Issa by Robert Haas The Haiku Handbook by William J. Higginson and Penny Harter This is a classic in Devon's opinion. And lastly, a very useful Getting Down to It book by Jane Reichold which I've already mentioned. Writing and Enjoying Haiku a hands-on guide. 
I have to say that the Higginson book is next on my list. You can find this information about Devin and a link to his book on the poetryp.com website. Thanks, Devin. I look forward to discussing haiku with you over the year. And thanks to you for listening. If you've enjoyed this little podcast for haiku, please tell others about it by sharing the link to poetryp.com. I'll be back next week. Until then, I hope you have a great week. Take some time to start writing if you haven't already. And I'd be happy to see your haiku and consider them for submission for the podcast and the website. See you soon.